The voice of reason. The voice of alarm. The voice of stats. The voice of scouts. The voice of Kool-Aid. The voice of dismay. The voice of Davo. And tonight was the game of the good, the bad, and unfortunately the ugly, if you are a fan of the Royals, as Casey loses 6-1 to one to the Angels. Welcome in to Clubhouse Conversation, your dish for Game 1 of this three-game set. The Royals falling to 23-24, and 24, the Angels improving to 27-20. and 20. And really, this was a game that felt like the Royals were not in by the end of the third inning. When it became 3-1 to one, Anaheim, you get that one nothing lead in the top of the first. The Royals did on a key two-out hit by Alex Gordon, but then you load the bases, and Lorenzo Cain cannot get that big hit to get the third and fourth runs in there in that first inning up against a tough guy in C.J. Wilson, and as so often goes, very good, experienced starting pitcher. You don't get him early, you don't get him. As the Royals failed to score from that point on after that first inning when Gordon scored, and that's how bad it's gotten, though. I mean, when you get down three to one going into the top of the fourth, it just you feel defeated, and that is not a good sign because realistically, down three to one in the fourth inning, you're far from defeated. You're right in the game. But but let's start with the good tonight. First of all, I've got to give mad props to Lorenzo Kane for robbing David Freeze of that three run home run. Was that not amazing there in the seventh inning, climbing above the wall to bring that one back? That was a good. I don't know, foot and a half maybe out of the park there to center field. Low Kane, put some gold on that man's glove, will you? Great job by Kane tonight. It's too bad it didn't come in more of a key game situation because a lot of Royals fans totally missed that, being as it happened at about 11.30. Most were asleep or watching something else with the game being a blowout. So good number one to Lorenzo Kane tonight. Number two, I did think there was a markedly improved offensive approach tonight. I really did. I mean, it's silly to say that when the results really aren't there. You score one run. But I thought the Royals came out. I mean, in that first inning, like we said, they worked C.J. Wilson for 29 pitches. They drew some walks tonight. And I thought some of the guys who typically this year have been kind of the free-swinging guys up there that kind of swing at anything, and I'll call them out by name because I'm going to give them a compliment tonight. I thought Danny Valencia and Pedro Siriaco had better ABs tonight for the Royals. Valencia and Siriaco, guys that seem to hack up there at just about anything. Mainly Danny. I noticed he. it seemed as if he was... Looking for his pitch finally. Like he was just waiting for his pitch. And he came so close to hitting balls out of the ballpark tonight. Two different times. You know, his first at bat, a fly out to deep left, almost to the warning track. He hit one foul that would have easily been gone had he not been so out in front later on in the game in his third A.B. So Danny Valencia tonight, I thought, had a better approach up there. I think he will start, you know, getting those power numbers up as he plays every day. Pedro Siriaco, good job with your approach. Overall, I liked the approach tonight by the Royals. You saw much less of the first pitch hacking, and you saw some more educated at-bats up there. It, you know, guys seeming to realize that C.J. Wilson had thrown so many pitches in his previous complete game and that the Angels' bullpen is one of their weak parts, maybe the only weak part of this team. The offense is loaded. That offense, imagine them with Josh Hamilton. That's got to be, if not the top offense in the AL. I mean, you think of Detroit's up there, obviously. You think of Baltimore, teams like that. But, I mean, that Anaheim team has got to be right up there towards the top in the AL. So, they're a good team. Now, I do hope the Royals don't get discouraged by this lack of production tonight offensively. I hope they'll come back out tomorrow and have some more good at-bats. We'll discuss the lineup later on uh, tonight as far as the pitcher they'll be facing tomorrow and the lineup the Royals will probably be tossing out there. Now, 
One other good thing, this is kind of a stretch, but I'm looking for positives here. The Royals do have a pretty much fresh bullpen going into tomorrow with James Shields going. you got to expect to get your normal seven innings of the Shields. You've got a fresh Wade Davis and Kelvin Herrera for the eighth. You've got Greg Holland ready for the ninth. And if you need extra inning guys, long guys, you've got Tim Collins, Casey Coleman completely fresh, and, of course, Aaron Crow and Lewis Coleman could go if needed tomorrow as well. But that's about it for the good tonight. There wasn't a lot. And unfortunately, there was a lot of bad and even more ugly. The bad, well, for tonight, you know, I, I struggle to even say it was bad because I made a tweet during the game about Danny Duffy at Royals Clubhouse that I was impressed, you know, about him and Ventura this year. They've shown a lot of maturity out there. They look wise beyond their years. When things, you know, go bad, when they don't have their best stuff, they seem to be able to battle and give the Royals innings and keep the Royals in the game. Now, a normal offense would have been in the game with Danny Duffy's performance tonight. Six innings, allowing five runs. It would have been tied or ahead in most cases, but they probably had you know, three runs on the board at that point. So you could have technically said they were in the game. I just thought Danny Duffy was impressive until that last inning. I mean, the line kind of got away. Five runs, nine hits, two walks, two strikeouts, a couple home runs, six innings. But again, he didn't have his best stuff. He was able to go, you know, give the Royals some innings in this game and, and really hypothetically keep him in the game. And it's obvious the Angels had a different approach, kind of the same approach we saw in Duffy's last outing too, wasn't it? I mean, they were up there hacking early. Duffy only had two strikeouts again because the Angels in those first few innings were just looking for that first pitch fastball. And it didn't pay off in the first inning, but they started attacking Duffy in the second and getting results there. And, you know, with two straight games where Duffy hasn't struck anybody out, the good with that is, is he hasn't walked very many people and he's been able to go deeper in the game. The bad is, of course, the strikeouts are down. And if teams good offensively like the Angels start knowing what's coming in that first pitch, you know, things may not end up the best. So I'm sure Danny will adjust. It's a game of adjustments, but I like seeing him get through some innings there tonight, although I will put this one in the bad column, although not awful, just bad tonight. It'll be nice having Salvi handling Danny his next start as well. More bad is Eric Hosmer in recent days. Everyone's been talking about Mike Moustakis so much and the struggle of the Royals in general, but Hosmer quietly is in a funk right now. Just five for his last 40. His average has tumbled down to 279, but more importantly, he has just one home run and 21 RBIs and a 720 OPS in nearly 30% of the season. So you don't, like to, don't like to be one of those guys who says, oh, you know, take it times three. He's on pace for three home runs and 65 RBIs. I'm not, I'm not saying that, but you know, we're coming up on the third mark here in about 10 days in the season, and, and your first baseman is you know, OPSing at around 700 and has one home run and seems to be trying to, you know, take anything low and away and I don't, I don't understand the approach right now some of the time with Hosmer he's just he's rolling over I don't know it's frustrating but overall Hosmer's not the problem I mean he's had a decent year the power you would hope would start coming at some point I remember he started off last year too with one home run until about this time and he started taking off the rest of the year so I expect and hope that will happen again I'm just pointing out that right now he's been bad for this recent stretch. Same thing for Lewis Coleman. His ERA is up to 5.27, which I hate because Lewis Coleman is one of my favorite guys in the whole organization. I've loved him ever since he came out of LSU and was in A-ball with Wilmington. But it's just this year it's not happening. I don't know if he's finally being seen enough because the last two years he's been pretty much lights out, especially last year. But 13 and two-thirds this inning, this year I should say, 17 hits. Eight runs, seven walks, opponents OPSing 865 against Lewis Coleman. 
and that's also in 14 games. So we're starting to get a bit of a sample size for Lewis Coleman. Hopefully that will get better. Now we've covered the good, the bad, and now the ugly. <laughs> Honestly, Brett Hayes is the ugliest. <laughs> I mean, he's part of the Royals offense, but he's even worse than the Royals offense, if that's possible. Brett Hayes now 0 for 26 with no walks. He hasn't even been hit by a pitch. He has no on-base percentage. 26 plate appearances, 26 at-bats, zeros after everything. No RBIs, and we've seen some questionable defense, especially in that Yardano Ventura game where there were three wild pitches. I'm sure Salvi blocks a minimum of two of those. That's, I said that to be nice. I heard Mike McFarland the other day on the radio saying that Salvi blocks all three of those. Mac, a former catcher, gave reasoning, so I will ref, you know, defer to him about that too. So I'm not trying to totally call out one guy, but come on. Is this the best we can do for a backup catcher? I don't really understand why the Royals basically handed Brett Hayes the backup catcher role this year. I mean, really, they did. Roman Hernandez couldn't even catch during spring trading. He was the only true competition. It seemed as if Pena never really had a shot. We have him up here now. So I don't know. I'm sure Hayes will be gone next year because we've heard over and over with Billy Butler leaving after this year that Salvi will rotate probably twice a week at the DH spot. So the Royals will need a better catcher next year to compliment Salvi. But for now, gosh, that's ugly. It's just not good behind the plate for the Royals. But this offense for the Royals in general, what, what do we even say about it? It's like we've, we say it every night, so let's just be quick about it tonight. I'm sick of talking about it. Last 10 games, the Royals have scored 34 runs. That's 3.4 a game, not going to get it done. And that's, sadly, with two six-run games and an eight-run game in there. Repeating, the last 10 games, the Royals have scored eight runs one game and six runs two games, and they're still only averaging 3.4 runs a game because you know why well four of the last 10 they've scored one run or less that includes three one run games one shutout two games they had just three runs so that means six of those 10 games the royals have scored three runs or less not good and that's not a small sample size that's the whole season also four straight games without a home run for the royals in that time frame, opponents have hit seven home runs, so seven to nothing the last four games in home runs. And in the last ten games, the Royals have just four home runs with only two in the last nine, and that was by one player in the same game, Alex Gordon, in the Sunday game against Baltimore. So eight of the last nine games, the Royals have not hit a home run. Think about that for a second. Eight of the last nine games... The Royals have not hit a home run. That's enough for tonight. I'm, I'm just not doing this. It's 12.30. I need to get to bed. i got to be up at 6.45 in the morning. That's all I can handle. I'm talking about the offense tonight. Tomorrow, James Shields, thank goodness, goes for the Royals. I love tomorrow's matchup. The Royals are going to win tomorrow. they got James Shields going against Matt Shoemaker, 2-1 with a 3.06. He's only gone 17 and two-thirds this year. Five appearances, two starts. Getting that bullpen. The Angels' bullpen is very average to below average. Third to last in the American League as far as ERA goes. So it's a lower half bullpen. You got your ace going. You have to win tomorrow. You're telling me you're going to compete for the playoffs. You went all in to get James Shields, blah, blah, blah. We've talked about it over and over. You got to win the game tomorrow. You've got the big time starting pitching edge tomorrow. And it's a game where you got to get that one. You cannot get swept in the series and come home three under 500. So you got to win tomorrow. You should have Salvi back in the lineup, sounds like. So that's good. That will take one of the two black holes out of the lineup. We still have Syriaco, although he was better tonight. His approach was better. Had a knock even there at the end. But, you know, 
Brett Hayes, thank goodness, will not be in the lineup, I'm assuming, tomorrow. Although, sadly, I think Pena's probably going to be going back down here shortly, which is too bad. I would have liked to have seen what he could do with his numbers the last 15 games in Omaha and his throwing out base runner percentage and that strike he threw the other night. So I don't know. Well, maybe we'll see more opinion in the future. I'm kind of intrigued by him. I probably shouldn't be. It's probably kind of pointless I'm talking about the backup catcher right now. In the grand scheme, the backup catcher has very little to do with your team's success or failure. So that, that in itself is not a good sign that we're talking about Brett Hayes this much. I admit that. So we'll see. I think the Royals will win tomorrow. They need to win tomorrow. If they don't win tomorrow, I am not going to be in a good mood on tomorrow's dish here on Clubhouse Conversation. Tonight, they'll kind of shrug it off. You have to. We know this offense isn't real good right now. We knew the Angels had an edge tonight with C.J. Wilson going. It's a hot baseball team, and the Royals weren't going to sweep this series. So, I mean, unless you're expecting them to sweep, you can't be too upset. Now, if they lose tomorrow, you can be upset, because if they lose tomorrow, they probably will get swept. So, we'll see. We'll have it here on Davo's Dish on Clubhouse Conversation. In the meantime, get some rest. Hope you don't have to be up at 6.30 in the morning like I do. Good night.